three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Four Ticks and Fuel, guys. My name's Alex. Chance. Ethan. I'm Colton. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a great episode for you guys coming this week. Uh, it is uh, Kansas week. They went to Kansas. Probably put on the best show for the NASCAR uh, teams that put on uh, for their fans this year. And we have we have Patrick Gilliam from Roll Speed Dynamics coming to be a guest and sitting down with us. So... We'll get into it, but before we do, here's a word from one of our sponsors. So, an exciting new series is coming, boys. This is exactly what we needed to grow the karting scene in the Deep South. The Tri-State Bash will cover Louisiana, Texas, and Mississippi. In order to be eligible for the championship race in West Monroe, Louisiana, on the weekend of October 28th, you must compete in two races during the regular season. All class champions receive a custom championship jacket. For more information, you can check them out on Facebook at LEK Promotions. So guys, uh, what's what, what's been going on this past week? Nothing. I don't even remember, man. <laughs> I've been feeling like shit since I woke up Saturday. Really? Yeah. It's kind of been going around. Autumn was sick for like literally like three weeks straight. But it wasn't strep. It wasn't COVID. It was little. She was just sick. She was congested. Yeah. Tired. Felt like shit. What are you? I feeling? have a I have a sore throat. Yes, really she had a bad. sore throat too. I haven't gotten the like sinus part, but I have the sinus pressure headache, mm-hmm. and it will not thing. go away. Hmm. Mucinex D and Dayquil and Nyquil helped her a lot. Just to let you know, I'll probably pay. if I'm not feeling better when I wake up, I'm going grab not, some medicine. You're not gonna be feeling better. Probably not. No, I'm telling. And, uh, we got CEO of Coke Cola North America coming Thursday, so work's just been stop what you're doing and do this now type deal you know good old corporate workforce yeah picked up a new bow yeah for you yeah yeah shot it finally this past week yeah she's, think about it she's pretty slick man she's yeah. pretty slick yeah um, oh I, I caught a turtle saturday you caught a turtle we almost hit a turtle yeah today. We almost no 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 wait 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 today. so so we almost hit a turtle driving but whenever she went to the graduation i heard something at the door and i saw my cat like just at the door under the door trying to like smell and get something so i opened the door and there's a baby turtle right by the door really yeah so i put it in a bucket (laughs) you'll put it in your pond yeah we ended up doing that i wanted her to play with the, the turtle she likes turtles I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. That That's the thing I thought of the vine. Um, but yeah, we almost smoked one going to one of our yards today. And I had to square it up like the center of the axle. And then he was rolling. Dude, he was like hauling ass that after I was... did that. He, he was like, he got a second <laughs> like, oh, chance of life. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. He knew he had a second chance of life. Yeah. yeah. It's time to get where I'm going. <laughs> now that big one, that big one had a little up in his step too. And, we didn't almost hit him, but kind of. <laughs> but we tried to like pick him up, and we we're like, "No, nah, let's just like direct him to the other side of the road." And he kind of jogged. Turtle. Jog. Turtles are fast there. if they want to be. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know why they're not fast all the time. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ethan couldn't make it. He is actually catching a flight tomorrow morning. Go to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. For so, what? Uh, it's part of his job. It's like the district he got assigned to with the engineering job he got. He, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like that's his that's his thing he overlooks or something. I don't know. He we'll get him to explain it next week when he comes back, but for the sake of your job, buddy, stay away from the from the shops with the big green the, leaves. The dispensaries. On it. Stay away from the dispensaries, <clears throat> especially on company time. Yeah. This podcast was created by four guys that met at a local dirt track and created a lifelong friendship between the four of them. Located in Sterlington, Louisiana, Mojave is a dirt oval that offers kart racing for all ages. Age groups start at five and go up from there. If you're looking to get into dirt oval kart racing, you can find them on Facebook at Mojave Karting Complex. Definitely a family environment that will build memories for a lifetime and you never know who you can meet and the friendships you can build and we're proof of it. Yeah, we're proof. And uh, just go check them out on Facebook and we hope you guys enjoy. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll get into uh, the weekend. Kind of talk about it. I didn't really watch much of the truck race, to be honest. I don't even know who won the truck race. Uh, it was uh, Imfinger, Grant Imfinger. Gotcha. Oh, you are right. Ty, Ty won stage two, and then yep. he got an altercation with Raja, who blocked five times and didn't lift. And they agreed to disagree. Yeah, saw that. Yep. That's about all I know from that race. But the cup race. The cup uh, race was amazing from start to finish. That best, was best cup race of the year, to be honest. Yeah, now they they named the DBC episode best race in history. I'm gonna say no, be, strictly because in my recent memory, the Coke 600 last year was way too damn good to consider this Kansas race the greatest in history. Don't get me wrong; it's the most refreshing, best thing since we. Oh seen. yeah, and that's almost oh, yeah. a year past. Like it's almost been a year. Um, Absolutely, but. Uh, it, it was it was damn good, man. It, the restarts were wild. Even when they started singling out, people were actually be able to make moves, make passes. My boy Kyle Larson gets spun on like lap five. <laughs> yeah, he was still at the end there. Yeah, I mean it was a race and deal with that one too. He was, and it's kind of the same thing that happened on the last lap, you know. Except they were racing for a win. Tyler Reddick just tried to tuck in behind him and mis- misjudged that a little bit too much. It was uh, funny. I saw this thing on Twitter. It was funny. It was like, I don't think Kyle Larson's ever going back to McDonald's uh, due to the fact that they were his old sponsor. But yeah. Wallace put him in the wall intentionally with the McDonald's car, and then Reddick accidentally didn't, yeah. didn't get clear and uh, spun him. McDonald's didn't like that word too much. No. No. Wait, what? <laughs> it took you a there. while to get the, we there. Hey, I didn't say it. I just we went back. Made a joke. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's not everybody knows that happened. Yeah. Uh, so pretty interesting stuff. Byron goes two laps down early in the race. Um, what, I put him shake? in my I put him in my garage because of that tragic yeah man i, I kept t- i mean i still won the week i don't care but yeah. it could have been a lot more could have gained some more points yeah yeah i'm in the lead of the overall now really i did jumped. not even look to be honest jumped up two spots 
proud of you, Chance. I'm really proud of you. Thank I'm coming. you. I'm coming for you. All right, all right dude. I'm waiting. <laughs> I just need Jacob to keep forgetting to set his lineup. Yeah, that's tough. Um, well, what? Never mind. What? What? What do you want to say, Golden? Not worth of the podcast. Okay. Not podcast worthy. No, not podcast worthy. <laughs> so, um, Josh Berry looks strong again. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like him getting a ride next year. Yep. Same. I agree. That's a great move. Yeah. Cause he is not getting younger. No. Top seed for sure for getting a ride. I think, uh, I think he'll do very well. You know, this, this four car rumors are, are getting very, very prevalent. And I think he's going to do very good in the cup car. Yeah. As long as Ford can turn it around because they are struggling. They were nowhere in the top 10. I mean, Michael McDowell peeked his head in there. Blaney once or twice. Logano. Yeah. Um. But Denny Hamlin, man, Denny Hamlin's. We talked about this. Uh, we talked about this in the in the text group chat. But you know, the best cars on the racetrack right now are the eleven and the five. I mean, that yeah. consistently in the front, fast cars, like pure speed. And, fast. And they both get. They have both had bad luck. And I'm not being biased, but Truex has has shown up the last few weeks. And I think the reason he got eighth is because they put on scuffs for that last to, to hold another set in case a caution came out. Which I can't really put, blame him because look at Richmond. No, and and if a caution would have came out with like thirty to go, nobody else, a, a very few people had fresh tires. You know, he probably would have won that race if a caution came out. Larson didn't have any; he had uh, seven last scups. I think they said something like that. And that's just the gamble of racing. I mean, yep, um, yep. I don't know. I I I think they went green with what fifty seven to go, sixty. I think sixty to go when they ran that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> So I can't really blame them for putting scuffs on, trying to keep a fresh set. Now you look back at now, it's easy to be on Monday, be like, damn, we probably should have put that fresh set on. Yeah. But you don't, you don't know if there's going to be a caution coming out. There was like 11 cautions Sunday. Yeah, so exactly. It, it would have been very easy and prevalent for another caution to come out with how caution happy everything was. It was the right strategy. If it was the right strategy, you know? Yeah. Live by the sword. You die by the sword. Yep. But, but I, I don't know, man, it was, a lot of lead changes. I think it was the most lead changes at a mile and a half, four hundred mile race ever. They had like and, thirty-seven lead changes, thirteen different leaders, and one fight. And one fight. Yeah, they did have one. Well, I, I wouldn't call it a fight. It was more of a punch, and yeah. then and then the other guy would get pulled away and not be able to punch. We'll we'll press into that in a little bit, yeah. but. Wanted to talk about what your guys' opinion was on the uh, on on the last lap. I think it was a racing. I mean, we talked about it racing yeah, deal I mean, after after seeing this the head on view. It, it really was racing, but the view they showed on TV, it kind of looked like Denny got did that on purpose. But after I saw Larson in the wall and stuff, you know that it slowed him down. You know. Yeah, I think the announcers also, being that they they even saw it that way, because all they saw was, I think, the same angle we saw. <clears throat> yeah. So when they started to talk about it as if that's what happened to you, I think it influenced a lot of the opinions in the moment, but I agree with Chance. Once you, once you saw the other angles of it, 
and even Kyle at the like post race, he wasn't he didn't f- act like he got fenced. He was he. I mean he he was even saying that he was struggling out of two. Like two was rough yeah. for him. Yeah. So and he said the weird thing was he got on his when Hamlin got on his left rear, it actually turned him right. Did yeah. The interview. Uh-huh. Yeah. He turned. Well, right. he was trying to say what happened was he got in the wall. He. Denny's nose got his left rear, so it started sending him to the inside wall. Mm-hmm. He overcorrected, and then once Denny, like once he slowed up enough, and Denny booped it, like got into his left yeah. rear, it sent him back into the the uh, outside wall. He was trying to correct when he came off the wall mm-hmm. to get off the wall, and Denny was there, which I can't even blame Denny because Larson Larson's not in the wall. Denny gets up to his quarter panel and starts side drafting him like they had for the past 12, 15 laps. Um, Larson would have won the race if he wouldn't have hit the wall. Yeah, so I mean, you can't really blame Denny. I mean, he was trying to side draft. Uh, I don't even know if Denny knew he was in the wall at the time uh, when it, he went to. It, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, I was just saying it happened so fast, you know. Yeah, and Denny, he can't just hook a left in a car and, and going that fast, especially at Kansas, and you can't lift or you're gonna kill your run. So yeah. I really, I was upset at the beginning because of the view and vantage I saw, but. Yeah. You know, after looking at it and looking at it through a racer's eyes, I definitely seen it was a racing deal. For sure. I mean, it sucks. You know, they were the two best cars. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great finish regardless of that happening because it was fun to watch Denny slowly run him down and then catch him four times and then lap yeah. traffic get into play or he couldn't pass him. He'd lose eight car lengths, then he'd catch him again. It, I don't know. I, I felt like that just that was good to watch. I like finishes like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was a good race. I mean, you had racing all the way through the pack too. It felt like, yeah, most definitely. Um, but let's kind of uh, wrap it up with the uh, the the Chastain Noah Gregson deal. Pretty pretty interesting, right there. Everybody's always saying that nobody wants to go do something, um, but now it almost kind of makes. Chastain the the full package. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to throw hands off the racetrack and, and he'll wreck you on the racetrack. So I mean you kind of I don't know. I don't know. I think don't get me wrong, Gregson did not get a chance to throw a yeah, punch. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't get to see a full on fight. Uh yeah. but well, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna take any side on that because I don't think it was a fair I'm not gonna say it wasn't a fair fight, but like let him let him scrap, you yeah. know. And, and a lot of people forget, you know, me and Colton were talking today that people forget that that Chastain got into Gregson at Talladega, yeah, and spun him around. I forgot about that until in today. the lead while he was yeah. in the lead, yeah. And so I think that kind of spilled into to you know what happened at Kansas wasn't really anything serious. Uh, it was more of a racing deal, kind of what kind of happened to Bubba and Larson. You know, Kyle yeah. Kyle just got tight off the corner, got into Bubba, and that's exactly what happened with Chastain. I think I think. Um, you know, with all the hype and everything going around Chastain of everything he's been doing and Gregson having that incident with him the week before, um, really kind of just boiled over. Yeah. Yeah. And he apparently, I didn't catch it when his actual, uh, post-race interview, but he said that he didn't work with him at Talladega. So that was something that was in his head. Mm-hmm. So, cause I mean, well, no, okay. continue. Sorry. Uh, continue. I was just. Because we had thought about it. We were at my mom's house and we were watching it and it kind of clicked that, well, that just happened. 
But then after I went and rewatched the post-race interview, he had actually said that, well, he won't work with us at Talladega, and then this happens. And But what I found hilarious was Chase Elliott's commentary as he walked by. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. So there was a little, there was a camera running pretty much the whole time everything was going on. Five. And and Gregson's all pissed. It was after the fight and everything, and, and Chase is looking back. Somebody said something to Noah. Like, oh, why'd you do that? Blah, blah blah. And he Chase looks over to them. He's like, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's walking past, and then you hear someone else yell, "I agree, I agree." Yeah. It's funny because he's the rookie. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he's kind of like uh, being a freshman in high school. Yeah. Making the little rookie do all the all the mm-hmm. grunt work. All the grunt work. Yeah. But but Noah's never been the one to back down from a physical. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. Him we and Harrison Burton ex- yeah, in the garage. Yeah. And then I can't remember who it was. He was inter- he was getting interviewed. And was it that was uh was it Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed? That was Creed. Creed? That was Sheldon Creed. Came up and grabbed him and said, if you ever do that again while he's getting interviewed. Was it Sheldon Creed? I think I it was I don't Sheldon remember. Uh, the only thing from Austin Hill I remember is at Martinsville. He he, he knocked the shit out of somebody at martinsville yeah yeah um but i don't remember who it was but he was getting interviewed and he he goes from interview to getting in a fight yeah. that was that uh yeah i never forget that but noah's never been the one back down from a physical altercation yeah same. well i want to mm-hmm. i want to kind of transition with that whole talladega and not working with him legacy announced that they are switching to toyota next year. yes yes that yes. is huge news because of team one of the owners yeah. Seven time Jimmy Johnson Shocking. spent his and I was I don't know if y'all listen to DBC yet and I don't want to like no we have are you but they they had some very interesting points uh even whenever he was doing his off road stadium trucks he was still running for Chevy so he's think, been in the Chevy pipeline his entire racing career until IndyCar well no IndyCar was a Chevy too I think I yeah. thought he was Honda. I'd have to double check. I don't remember, yeah. but uh, I'm not even, sure. Even before he got with Hendrick, I'm pretty sure he was in a Chevy. When See, he got exactly. in his bad wreck at uh, Watkins Glen, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Chevy. a Chevy. So that that tells you a lot. And they were talking about how there are con- conversations like OEMs for practice, not OEMs, but sort of. They have. They were basically saying Chevy has their three premier. Yeah, teams. you have tr- you have Trackhouse, you have RCR, and you have Hendrick. Yeah, and Hendrick's so the top of the three. So basically what he was saying was, I think it was Brett. They had the conversation of, all right, we're all going to go out. Uh, we want this, this team to follow this team to push this team. And, uh, oh no, it was Freddie. And he was talking about when it was Richard Petty, Petty Enterprises. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then the rest of y'all, y'all just go to the back of the grid y'all on your own for practice. You oh, know, it's like, it's, st- it's still a Chevy team, you know? Yeah, and they're just like, nah, y'all, y'all ain't shit. We ain't. And now Toyota is gonna have three teams with Joe Gibbs, yeah, uh, twenty three eleven, and Legacy. So, so with that, with that, I mean, there you go. You have more business move. You, you will definitely have all the information at your disposal. I mean, you're not gonna have set up information like Joe Gibbs with the Alliance in twenty three eleven, but you'll have all the resources and more than Chevy was giving you in the past. I don't know if y'all listened to the Bill Davis interview, but he talked about how TRD was one of the best manufacturers to work with that he's ever worked with. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, and he said that Toyota was very open, trying to help and trying to get the the development done. And if you think about it, I mean, 
this could be the decision that puts Legacy in a in a spot to actually be competitive. Yeah, and we yeah. just talked about this of how, you know, when when Richard and them had it, Richard hasn't been you know in charge for a while. It's just been his name. But even when his name was on the team, they were just really complacent, yeah. and yeah. um, they they were just looking to put a car on the track. Uh, and I think Jimmy's trying to take it to the next level of being a team, uh, and, uh, winning and team. Around. What, whatever the guy's name, GMS guy, him as well. Which also, how does that work? They uh, they they would have to probably switch to Chevy too with the trucks. Yeah, I, mean, uh, uh, I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine they would be doing that. But uh, yeah. another thing that was very interesting about this Toyota switch, Freddie also said whenever they were trying to get Bubba to own part of the company all that stuff. Denny was actually thinking about buying into Petty and turning that into Toyota. But then, but then Denny went his own route, whatever. So So there was, there was already talks of switching over to Toyota in that camp. Mm -hmm. Interesting. At one point in time, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. But let's, uh, let's get to the interview guys. You ready for it? Absolutely. All right, guys. So we have a great interview coming up for you guys here um mr roll speed himself patrick gilliam uh come sit down with us and and we talk about a lot so hope you guys enjoy Hey, Patrick, you got us? Yeah, I got you. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good man, working a little bit. I feel that. I feel that 100%. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah, right. So, like, you do, do you strictly only do the go-karting thing, or do you have a full-time <laughs> job out of that? I, I did strictly go-karting until November, and... Uh, then I started, I had to go back to work in a second job or main job or however you want to look at it. Yeah, I got you. And then, so now I do the, the daytime job and then I still have to work the the race and take care of that during the nights. So. Yeah. Which is damn near a full-time job at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw luckily, you, what's it, go ahead. I was going to say, luckily, like today we got rained out this morning for my regular job, so. I've been trying to get ready. We got about five weeks here in a row with some pretty good races. So trying to get a head start. Y'all had the last weekend off though, huh? Oh, I carried two customers over to Dogwood for their uh burst points deal. And I got you. Uh, I saw y'all went down to the spring fling and y'all did y'all, y'all went pretty well. We went over there. Man, for yeah. That, that's one of them that got away from us. Yeah. We 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 took the lead there in pro there and then a the caution come out and just racing happens, I guess, and so then we end up falling back to third there in the pro. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. We if had it's... to pace the win until the caution come out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was them releasing that the Max Addy was going to be similar time this year, next year, uh, but like a bunch of big names went out there too. I mean, uh, they had they had Williamson, they had Chop Shop, they they, uh, they had uh, Colby Horner. They had a, they had more names that you'd see show up. Uh, than usual at Talladega. Is that where the max that is going to be at next year? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. It, 
it's that and the the Max Daddy got rained out. So so when the Max Daddy's going on, usually, especially in the Carolinas, there's no other races that run Maxes go up against it. So there was nowhere else really for him to go. That was the only real Maxis race left in the southeast, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Except for I think Liberty, you know, is the open tire deal. Uh North Carolina, I think they had a race and uh I think Coleridge or somewhere up there might have had one too, but it would it was it was a good paying race for them to come to. Yeah, it was it was really good. I was uh yeah. if it wasn't so dang it was it wasn't eight hours away I'd have showed up, but it's it's a little bit of a haul for us. Yeah, that and that's the best I've seen Talladega in fifteen years as far as grill. Like that thing was it was ripping. Really? Yeah, it it wasn't though uh dusty like it was <laughs> there to, it was not that. Wasn't it? Yeah, Maximilian. Yeah, yeah. That that threw me for a loop, man. I had I'd never experienced anything like that before, and it the track was just getting slicker and slicker and slicker. And I, me, lack of knowledge, didn't know that the more you wipe, the worse it got. You know, you use a degreaser. Yeah. yeah. So you had to, oh, use, yeah, you had to <laughs> use something that took the prep out of the tire, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's no. And just just for future references, so you, I mean, maybe it'll help you. Is so when the racetrack's wet, like down there in you know Louisiana, Mississippi, no bite, and the racetracks are wet, you use the oiliest prep you can find. Mm-hmm. So as the track dries out, you try to get away from all the oil you can possibly get away from. Yeah. So then you start using a degreaser to pull it out. Yeah, it it all makes sense now. Hindsight, it would have just <laughs> yeah. it have been yeah. nice for it to make sense at the racetrack. <laughs> I, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's uh, always easier to win on Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when you look yeah, back absolutely. at it and then and you put notes in the notebook, you're like, "Well, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work." Well, I guess this would have worked, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then even if you're doing it, it still might not work. Yeah, honestly. But um, that's, that's... what's that? Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, so we're gonna kind of jump into it. Uh, you know, wh- where where did where did racing start for you? You know, what did you what did you where who got you into it and uh, how? Well, when when I was real little, there was just racetracks around the house, and we'd you know could hear them, and we'd go watch them. And then in '98, my daddy uh, built us a go kart track in the backyard, and us and a bunch of buddies just got out there and was was raising hell, really. And then uh, we started going to get parts from Bama Racing, which was a kart shop, and uh, I got introduced to Povo and. I started going to Bama's and just trying to learn all I could run, learn from Povo and going to races with him. And that's how it all got started. Yeah. Um, so you started in 98? 98. 98. So what was your, you remember your first chassis? Uh, I, didn't, I don't know what kind it was. I, I'd say it was a first, first one I ever had. The old motor was still behind you. Oh, wow. And then I had old junk one that was the motor beside us, the offset mm-hmm. chassis. And it was just just old junk cars, man. And then, yeah. uh, I think the first newer go kart I bought, I believe, was the Shadow Storm, yeah, and I bought stuff. it used, complete. And then uh, my first brand new go kart I bought was the O Four Tempest. Yeah. Nice, uh, Tem- Tempest V Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, it was just uh it was just the Tempest then the V2 come out in 06. Oh, okay. I remember when that V2 came out everybody was switching to that for Phantom or Vice. It was Phantom or Tempest V2. Yeah, that's I mean, all I saw. V2 might have V2 might have been 04 to 06. 
Because then in 07, they changed the claim shells on it, but I still think it was called the V2. I got you. And then 02, I think they had the regular Tempest, and they also had the Quantum at that time. Okay. Gotcha. It was a popular go-kart back then, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, it was it was, a, it was an awesome go-kart. But, uh, uh, so uh, your early influences, that would be uh, your dad and Povo, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, Povo, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time working with him, going to races, and... Uh, See, that, I never, where... I, I never tied that together that you and Povo, because I, I don't know, I, I got in the scene like traveling more in the late two thousands, early two thousand tens, and I, I don't know, I never, I never tied that together because I would see either Povo somewhere or you somewhere, you know, I never see y'all together, other than like so in, yeah, oh oh seven oh yeah, I guess it was oh seven, I quit driving, and that's when me and Flip got together. Okay. And so I, I, that's kind of when I very first started 07s when I kind of went out on my own. So you were and, with Povo until, up until then? Yeah, up program. until then. Sure. Yeah. Sure was. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So as a driver, what would be your biggest or most memorable win? Yeah, it's none. No. <laughs> uh, There's got to be man, something I, in the I book. My, like, I don't know. Uh, I know Tony Speedway. We won there, and uh, I won at Dumpling Valley. Um, nice. You know, back then, usually if it was a big money race, I'd go help Povo, and then like on the smaller money races or local shows, Povo would come help me. And nice. so there's, I didn't really, I didn't really race in a whole lot of just absolute big races when I was driving. Uh, I got you. So, no, but yeah, but no, uh, but no crazy stories of how everything went wrong getting to the racetrack, going to the racetrack, everything going wrong, and then all of a sudden you pull some wins out where it was a big day. Man, we got a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the probably the craziest. Well, I say craziest. I don't know who really wasn't that crazy, but me and Pobo went to Tunica, and we only made one feature, set the pole, and led every lap. Hey, yeah. and and you missed the show in the rep. I don't know how many classes, but I, we, we we probably run tried eight classes, and yeah, we didn't make a show in any of them, but one. And let and every took lap. the pole and won every lap. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then I man, there was yeah, there's a lot of a lot of times with Povo and Flip both. Like man, there there'd be times we we go to the racetrack and. We, you know, we didn't have enough money really to get back home on if we didn't win. Yeah, and it was there was there were several times where it was it looked like it was gonna get iffy, and then we would pull something out. Yeah, it was at a uh, fit, I think it was fifteen thousand win in Junction City, Kentucky, and like it was like man, we we just had to start trying to see who we could borrow money from, and finishing I think third and third paid. Went four or five grand or whatever, and that's went Sound on to the next one. Yeah, yeah that, that'll get you home for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, man, I, we used to go to races in the bed of pickup truck or in just pickup truck and race out of the bed. And, yeah, I, I some, think some we were all running in the cooler, but beer, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that's yeah. the early days. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as I, Go 
No, oh, you can finish. You finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then as I got older and started turning it more into a business, I turned them into business trips. And yeah. <laughs> we still had a good time, but it, it, when it comes down to it, it was, it, it, we put too much work and money into it now to, yeah. to go be and try to race hungover all day. Uh, that'd <laughs> yeah. So that's That'll a get you some trouble. That's a, that's a perfect transition. So uh, you said in 07, you hung the helmet up, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, 07, you transitioned to being more of, uh, you know, I guess you'd say tr- crew chief tire side of doing things. Uh, was that decision hard for you? And what was that like? Uh, no, it was not hard. So yeah. to stay at a hundred at 195 pounds to race super, what I call super heavyweight, mm-hmm. I had to run three miles a day and bicycle eight miles a day and ate nothing but grilled chicken salad. Damn. And I, I did that for four years. And that was to stay at 195 pounds. So, no, I was hungry and I was <laughs> ready to quit. Yeah. <laughs> so, that and then I flip, come along, and man, like, I don't know, he was like my little brother. And, uh, we, we, I just, I was, I was content helping him. And I'd helped Morgan Blaylock for years. And, like, I, I just enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Um, you and Flip had, had a really good run. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you remember y'all. Y'all beat me at the tri-state at, at uh, Beaver. Was it Beaver Creek? No, yeah, the tri-state like, West still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all, yeah. Around that time, y'all were y'all were really fast everywhere y'all went. I think y'all won at Paradise. I I believe a few years before that, yeah. maybe. Well, in twenty yeah twenty twelve, man, we got on a road there at Paradise. I I figured some, I guess a little bit out and. We went, we won like a, I think a 2,000 and a 1,000. And then like three weeks later, I think it was like a Labor Day bash or something. Anyway, we went over there on Saturday and we ended up winning a 2,000 and a 5,000. And and we only had a motor. An announcement of somebody let us borrow a motor and Knopf let us borrow. He had gotten a new motor from Todd that morning. So he let us have it to run, and we ended up running second in the ten thousand with a blowed head gasket. And uh, <laughs> so, well, I mean, it still paid. I ended up buying the motor from Jamie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was, but yeah, we we got on a roll right there, man. And it was those when you get on a racing's like a roller coaster. So when mm-hmm. you're up on that high. And then when you go down to the bottom, it's not near as near as much fun. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, no. Um, so oh seven comes around, you know, you start helping flip. But when did you um when did you make roll speed dynamics a a, a a true like I guess you say business? Uh so twenty twelve is when we come up with the name of it, but I still I was just taking certain people. You know, we were, I really went and still didn't consider it a business then. But uh, Jacques Newsom was actually the one that named it. We was at uh, really? King Concrete. And uh, uh, Armstrong was helping put, or riding for Paul White. And I was just like, man, we don't have no road speed. Like, we're going. So I'm big on, I used to be big on stop watching through the corner and down the chute. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, we, we, we're going through the corner as fast as anybody. But when we get on the chute, we're not. 
And I was like, we had yeah. no road speed. Like, we're, we're just dying. We're falling on our face. And Jacques was like, man, that's what you ought to call your business. And I was like, Shh, that is it. So, <laughs> so 2012, it, we named it. And then I guess I started really opening up, selling stuff to the public in 2015. And then I went full time, quit my job in 2018. That's that's kind of a funny story, you know. A problem you had, you na- you named your company after, and then figured out and fixed it. That's right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a funny story. I've never. I, I mean, I've heard people talk about things that are going good and stuff like that, but like an issue being becoming making the the company name. It's it's clever and it, and it works. It does, and that's what. So Popo had a prep line. It was called Fort Bite, and I always said that was the perfect name for a prep line because that's what you're hunting forward bite mm-hmm. absolutely so if you get that and then you get row speed i mean you're you're <laughs> you're you're gonna be pretty fast okay. so yeah. absolutely best combination are you looking for a high quality more affordable clothing brand for you and your race team look no further than sublimited that's s-u-b-l-m-t-d as they offer crew shirts, hoodies, racing jackets, leather and fabric, full body racing suits, and much more. Fully customizable cart suits start at $4.99, as well as fully customizable SFI 5 racing suits start at only $9.99. For more information, contact Laura Pender at 601-934-4073, where you can find them online at sublimatedapparel.com or on Facebook. When you reach out, be sure to let them know that we at 4 Takes and Fuel sent you. So, uh, what what would be your favorite part about being like team owner, crew chief? Oh, the stress, <laughs> the, <laughs> under it the constantly. The coasters. Uh, no, it man, it's just a good time when you when you get when you surround yourself with good people, man. That's that. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a great group of people right now. We're having some of the best times I've had in years, and. Really, couple, probably about two years ago, I was borderline thinking about quitting. Like mm. I was, I was miserable. It was not fun. I was the the hours you work in the shop don't change. And yeah. man, I, I had to make some changes, and I'm, I made some. And man, it's just like I'm having fun again. And I believe it's starting to show in the speed we're carrying every week. That's awesome. Uh, that we're having fun again, and. So my, I don't know. My favorite part is just hanging out with the people I got. Like that's. Uh, I think that I, I don't think know. That's, that's, that's the best part. Yeah, that, I think that's everybody's favorite part, man. Once you get a good group of friends or like, you know, just a group around you, you know, it really can but, change a weekend for you. Well, you you think about the go the race itself is it, it, three minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they. You know, I mean, if, I, if that's what you're just going for, is that three minutes? Like, I, I don't know. It just seems like you that's got, the least important part, really. You got 15 other hours to to fill your time with something else, and you better make it enjoyable. You know, that's right. Yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, just just so people can you know know what know what everything goes on. Uh, what kind of services does Roll Speed uh, provide? Um, I really anything. But engine building, and I'm a I guess a dealer for like Todd Miller, so I sell his engines. Mm-hmm. So really, I offer everything from scaling up mountain body seats. I'm a Chavis dealer. I'm a distributor for Ultramax and Charger Racing chassis, and I got a deal I can sell Phantoms. Yeah. So uh, damn, you got, tire, you got three chassis in your lineup. Cutting. 
Well, you know, every, everybody's, you know, there's certain people they. Max has got a uh, got a terrible reputation years ago for being a tight go kart. Yes, but yeah. like I, I've heard ultra tight man, and like I'm going to tell you, <laughs> the, the new evolve here is about my favorite go kart I've ever owned right now, and I'm like, really, it's just, it, it is unbelievable the speed it has. I, oh. when, when I first seen pictures of it, 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 it kind of threw me off. It, there, there was an extra bar in there, and I was like, whoa, what's what's going on right there? But I uh, I haven't really heard anything bad about it. And, and that's the other thing. There's no, I don't think anybody can go, well, they copied some. You know, of course, everybody's like, oh, they, everybody's copying Premier. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. there You can't say that about this go-kart. Yeah. They're, yeah. It looks totally different it's from any of them. beast. Yeah. Yeah. So... With it, you, rose, it rose so good. Really? With you being a dealer, does that kind of give you free? Like, I know some people, like, when they're dealers for a certain chassis, you know, you can, you're really only supposed to run their certain chassis. But does that kind of open up? Because I, I know you've ran Phantom for a little while. You've ran Ultramax. Uh, does that kind of open up your your horizon on, on guess, whatever the, the best go-kart is at the time? Uh, I guess the way I look at it. So, like, right now, Brad's on uh, Phantoms, the Recons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston, he's riding Chargers, mm-hmm. and I got Mikey on Ultramax. We went on all of them. Yeah. So, I, a lot of the reasons I sell them, and I and I got them on different ones, is with the right tires, all of them can win. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, this whole well, you got to be on this go kart to win, or you got to be on it, it's you don't you you got to be on the right set of tires. Prime example is that the Max Daddy this past weekend, a Premier won the champ, uh, uh, Cutlass won the Super Heavy Max Daddy, and then a Charger won the Max Daddy. It was just, you got to be on the tires. And yes, chassis is a little bit, but tires is 95% of it. Yeah, absolutely. And wait, you got to have it all. You got to, and you got to have a good wheel, mm-hmm. and you got to have a good motor. Like, there, there's nothing on the go kart. You got to have a, maintenance program like you, there's nothing that can be short when you go to them races yeah you can't miss any pieces there yeah, yeah. every cylinder has to be firing <laughs> it's 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 so competitive and it's so tight like you miss i mean you miss just a little bit and for prime example let's say you're everybody's running 11 o's some races you Eleven oh one to get you second or third, and eleven nine to get you twelve. Yeah, you can't win. It's hard to win from twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say you can't. It's it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Um. Usually, I say you got to start in the top six or seven to really even have a shot. Yeah, you know, me and my dad always had this little saying. You know, uh, you know, if we qualify in in the top ten, you know, unless we're like blazing fast, we are. Uh, we're we're trying to shoot for a top ten, a top five. But if we start in the top five, then we're definitely shooting for a win. Absolutely, and at at the bigger races, like man, if you you're just looking for an opportunity. If I always used to tell my kids, my job is to give you top five speed. Mm-hmm. It's your job to take that and win with it, and yeah. that's that's the best I can do. Yeah. Um, you know, usually if you and it always, you know, people always pull up race monitor. Oh, I had the fastest lap of the race. 
who had the fastest 10 lap average yeah yeah uh, because usually usually the guy that wins the race if you you look at fastest laps i ain't gonna say every time but a lot of times they they're the eighth quickest lap time now it's only hundreds but you know it, it's you don't have to have the fastest lap times when it comes to race you just got to have a good pace to, to yeah to run yeah. consistent because on any given day somebody can run i mean there could be 10 O's from first to 12th, you know, and if you won, you ran a 10 001 and everybody else was running 10 005s. I mean, it, and you finished fifth. I mean, it doesn't really matter because you didn't run the fastest 20 laps. So, and another thing, like talking about that time wise and qualifying, we was at Paradise and I had Flip on the stopwatch and he comes out of turn four and that's where I was clicking him. And I was like, man, we got a shot at the pole. You know, like I felt like we, we had a shot. We were, I think, eight hundreds off the pole, and I think we qualified twenty first. Oh, that's it was, crazy! It was, it was, I, it was heart wrenching. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to do. That's insane. So, that's when every, or it was we was eight hundreds off a third. That's what it was. We was eight hundreds off a third, and we was twenty first. That's that's a huge gap. I, yeah, I mean, not not in time. But in position, yeah, and you can you can't make that up, like no. So yeah, you gotta. It's it's tough. Racing's tough. It's a it's a rewarding but humbling sport. Like it, you can go one week and and you can't mess it up. Like I've had races where you just cannot mess up. I don't matter what you do, you can't mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Two thousand eighteen at the Burst Fall Nationals. Like I, I think we won 19 features of the 21 or something. Was that the Wayne Overton, Overton race? Yeah, the Wayne Overton yeah. in 18. Mm-hmm. And like we could, it didn't matter. Every time I pulled out the trailer, went fast. Yeah, most definitely. So and then you, you, we go back the next year and we, we can't, <laughs> can't hardly run. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't understand it. Um, but what is, uh, what's a normal week for you in the shop? You know, without giving, you know, obviously don't give your secrets away or anything like that, but like, what's a, what's a normal week for you in the shop? Uh, varies. uh, usually, usually if I, depending on what time I get home Saturday night, Sunday, uh, I spend all most I can Sunday and Sunday night in the shop to get started. And then when I get off of work, I usually try to spend a minimum of six hours a night in the shop. Uh, whether it's, and then like when we're Maxis racing and I feel like it's taking wipe tires, I get up extra hour early in the morning, go out in the shop, make sure everything's white, make sure there's no tires leaking air to, so I don't lose size. May, and just try to get a good idea of what's happening there and then go work a day job and then come home and do it all again. Uh, yeah. during, your, during your day job, are you constantly thinking about go-karts? <laughs> Nah, no, no, I'm actually tickled to have a day job now. That way, I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a little distraction. The, the, uh, yeah. When I was doing it for a living, now I, I'd get out and shop at seven a.m. and I wouldn't quit to five, six, seven at night. And man, that's all I thought about, talked about, and I really think that 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 hurt me in the long run because I had didn't have a break from it. Yeah, and, you got burnt. And you you get so when you get stuck into routines, and it's not a it's not a good routine, then then the outcome's not good. And so sometimes when you don't have 
a break from it and that's all you're doing, you stay in that rut and, and it may be the wrong way and you just stuck in it because that's what you've been doing. So now going to work, I, I feel like I can, when I come back, I may, the ride home, I may be like, oh, this is what I need to do different. Or I don't know, that, that's when the ride home from the racetrack, really, because usually I ride by myself. That's when I do my, what I should have done, shouldn't have done. I need to change. Like, um, the main thing I try to do is not get out work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, cause a lot of people forget, you know, they, you know, yeah, you know, everybody wins at the racetrack, but where the winning really happens is, is the work and the effort you put during the week and it reflects on Saturday. A, a lot of the races are won on Tuesday, four weeks before the race even happened. Yeah. Now, it, it, the, the trick at the racetrack is reading their track and knowing when to pull what tire out of the trailer to give you that opportunity. Because I, I really feel like there's been several races I've lost because I wasn't smart enough to put the right tire on, but I've had it in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. I hate that that's feeling. The, that's, that's the worst feeling. It's not the worst, but there's it's up there. Oh, yeah. You talking about a bad time or things going wrong? It was an insane one. It was a fifty thousand win, and I had a JL Furl riding. Mm-hmm. It was flathead days. Oh, that is that and when everybody was running out of gas? That's when we run. We run out of fuel, uh, leading it with six to go. Oh, nice. worst feeling in the world. Oh, we had them killed. Throw up. Yeah, you you because <laughs> you can't even do anything about that. I mean, you, uh, no. Because if you I, fill them up, I, you fill them up too much back in the day, they'd cut out, and you couldn't run those. I, uh, what's the? I forgot. No, the we had fuel the happy, caps. The happy we, cap. The happy cap. Yeah, we had the happy cap on it, and man, even back then, the old tricks was you know you could fill the fuel tank up with water and stick it in the freezer and let that when it 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 stretched the tank out so you even had more. Oh. oh. So you know it you you even had more than that, and but at the halfway break, I'm talking about the fuel was running out of the top of the tank when we tightened it back up. It was just so many cautions, and our go kart was so good he could just hold it wide open, and that's mm-hmm. you're using more fuel. And I mean we're just running off and then run out. So that's the worst feeling you can have. Yeah, that, yeah okay. that's pretty bad. That yeah, take, you're right. That takes the top right there. <laughs> so with you know, you know, being team owner wise. What what's the biggest win for y'all? Uh, so like my man, the biggest win that's that's tricky. You know, and so it doesn't have to be like biggest money wise. It just memorable. That's why it was just, like my favorite win is the twenty eighteen Overton. Like that yeah. that's my favorite win. Mm-hmm. Um, now all of them are big to me. Um, uh, I think I think I'm at like twenty four slot machines. Um. We've won at Daytona. We got the Golden Eagle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Wayne Overton is my favorite. And then, like, my tires won the 51,050 race with uh, Underwood and Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won some 5,000, 3,000 with Ethan and Trent Lloyd riding that weekend. That's my biggest weekend money wise. Yeah. That weekend there. Now, and, when you know like when your drivers win do you, you do you bring the trophy to the shop do they take it home what's that like? what, how does that work out so it it depends like i've i've got the overton trailer or the trophy in my shop mm-hmm. um the six thousand to win at the uh base when i had dobson riding we won it 
I got that trophy. Uh, I think I got two of the elite trophies. Flip one. Um, I got a Daytona trophy. I keep some, it, it depending on which one it is. Like, I keep some. Mm-hmm. I let the drivers usually take the trophy checks and some trophies, too. Like, it's... It, what about uh, where you was Flip riding for you when he won Batesville backwards? No, so that's actually the year we won the six thousand. I had Justin, uh-huh. so man, man, Flip had which I, I mean, we we were still buddies, but man, like so we had split up, get back together, split like it was yeah, yeah. It, I you know it. So he won that race going backwards. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the same year that Dobson won the six thousand. Yeah, Tory Pettit forward. actually. Tory Pettit got second to Justin. I remember I was there that year. I do remember that. What was crazy about that year? So, man, Justin come in the bed of a pickup truck, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. I think I think we won. So we only had one go kart. So we was having to swap motors from an animal to a clone, change fuel tanks. Um. Cause we, and we had to pick and choose what classes we run. I think we won three or four that year out of the six we ran. And I actually had a practice on the right and burst on the left. I could put – I had one burst left rear, and when I put it on, we'd pick up about a tenth and a half, two tenths on the long run every Damn. time. Damn, really? So when everybody's stabling out, y'all are still picking up. So that's oh, kind we, of we, – that was kind of a funny story. Well – Acadiana, our home track, used to be kind of a burst track, and uh, we had three bursts on, and then the Maxis on the left rear. That's that's how me and my dad did it, and we would kill everybody with it like that. So it's funny that you kind of did it the opposite way. Yeah, it's a, uh, and that's I do like the open tire races because you can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also don't like having to have all that and get yeah. it all ready. So it's just yeah, it's got its own evil. That's just more variables you have to worry about. <laughs> That's right. But it's fun when you find them. Yeah. Absolutely. So I had like that mate burst left rears with me that time and I tried a couple different and it was just that one. It's weird. It's it's weird how you can have a tire prepared and ready to go the same way. Two tires are the same thing and one works and one doesn't. It it, it never seems to amaze me. Oh, it, that that happens all the time. Especially, yeah. especially with burst. So yep. when you like burst to me, when you find a a tire that's fast when it's brand new, that it'll be fast till the cords are coming out of it. But then there's some tires; it don't matter what you do, the situation. It's just never fast. Yeah, it'll be okay. You know, it's just never fast. Yeah, yeah, and I, I it's been so long since we raced burst, man. But I kind of I miss the simplicity of a burst compared to a Maxis. I, I would rather and just I would rather run Maxis all day because yeah. I feel like there's uh, there's 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 error with Burris because you can it's hard to over prep a Maxis but it's really easy to over prep Burris. Well, and the thing in Burris, there's different. So when you're prepping Burris, and I'm 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 probably more known for being a prepper on Burris than anybody. Um, you know, you, when you spike them, you gotta you gotta have a different set every time you hit the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if we go to a money race, I'll carry. All right. So for that insane one there that I was talking about, uh, I carried uh, I think it was a hundred and twenty sets of tires. 
Oh, I had two trailers gosh. full of tires with no go karts in it. That's insane, dude. Oh, uh, uh, so I don't even know how you even like start to think about managing all that. <laughs> well, and matter so Adam Apple and his wife actually come up before, and I had them helping sand, and his wife was going through. And I'd have on the side of the tire, like, what the tire was, how many thousandths thick it was, what it punched, what set number, if I liked it, didn't like it. And she had a label maker, and she was daily making labels, and we labeled every rack what Damn. the tire was what. That way, when when I loaded it up, I had them all in certain sections, and mm-hmm. when so I hit on what I thought grab. I needed, is I just rolled out whatever rack I needed. Yeah. That's 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 dedication right there. That's man. still insane though. That's insane <laughs> for an insane race. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the uh, if it was a Maxis race, so let's just say a normal burst race, I'll carry 60, 70 sets for my whole team. Mm-hmm. I can go race the same number of classes with Maxis and I'll carry 20 sets. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so you know, it's just different. That makes me feel a little bit better. I'll show up to the track with eight to ten sets. So if y'all are showing up with twenty, <laughs> it means I'm not too far. Well, I mean, behind. yeah, he has multiple cards yeah. and multiple classes. No, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. like so the what was it, the spring fling there or whatever? I mm-hmm. think so I done tires for twenty two classes and I had twenty one sets of tires. Damn. Twenty two classes. That, man, that that's that's a lot of work, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and and most like so there's a there's isn't there like a really young like junior one that you work with and then there's I, uh, actually right right now i don't have a junior one um i got this Surratt who runs junior two and junior three logan runs junior three and uh some stock like, like light medium sometimes mm-hmm. gotcha. and then mikey runs light medium heavy pro and then Tim runs usually the Ducar Predator stuff. Yeah, it was Surrett I was thinking about because he recently he recently moved up out of Junior One like a year or two ago. Yeah, they just moved out of Junior One this year. Like yeah. it was, he could still run Junior One last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, speaking of your drivers, um, you know, you get to choose as a team owner who you want to bring into your compound. You know, you have customers and stuff like that, but what is the process for you taking in someone, doing their tires, um, and being pitting with you and, and, you know, you're being their guy. Oh, there, there just has to be an open spot on the team. And the, it caught, you know, it's just, you got to pay the bill. Like that's, I don't know how else to say that without being like, Oh, it's a business. It's a, yeah, it's a business. Yeah. yeah like it, it's just, that's, a, that's how I run it. And so if I got an open spot on the team and somebody comes up and they, they can fill it and I, and they agree to the terms of what it costs and come on. I, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Oh, um, now like with Mikey, so he's, he's my driver or whatever. Um, you know, I do different deals with different people, different ways and just however I like it. But man, he, I just, I watched him race a few times, and man, he creates a ton of speed, and he, he's he's cool to hang around. And so I was just it was just a move I had to make there at the time. Yes, that's that's all I was wondering. Do you ever go after someone? You know, if if uh if you if you but, if you need a spot filled. Oh, uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess I do. Uh, 
or I don't really, if I know somebody's with somebody else, I don't really try to take them away. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mikey, he was racing with, uh, Mitchell Bridges who are customers of mine. And I did, I, when I wanted Mikey, I did call Mitchell and was like, Hey, you mind if I see if he's interested? And of course Mitchell said yes. And, um, but yeah, first like Logan, I didn't go after him until, you know, they, they reached out and said it was a possibility. And then of course, then, uh, you know, I, I reached out and Preston, he, he just, wa- I actually met Preston at Dumplin' Valley and, uh, he asked me just what gear he run. And uh, that's Thratch Daddy. Yeah. And I told him <laughs> 1865. And he's like, man, this dude is lying. Because he was just starting racing. So he, he had on, I think, a 12 or 1365. Like, I forget what. He can tell the story better than I can. Yeah. And so he went down there and changed it and then picked up like three seconds. And he thought I was a genius. <laughs> and that's how I got Thratch. Man, we were, just, we were just talking about this last episode. Um, we had the Krugs on it. We're talking about like, and you, you, you tell someone the truth, and they think you're lying to them, and then you lie to them, and they think you're telling the truth. It's it's the craziest thing in racing. So if if I tell you, then then I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. And I hope people, and I, I there's people going to my trailer and ask, and I just, man, I hope you respect enough. I'm not telling you a lie, but I'm not telling you nothing either. Mm-hmm. And if they can't respect that, they can be mad. That's just, I don't, yeah. you know, just go kick rocks, yeah. Uh, well, it ain't it ain't like that. So, all right. So, I got these customers paying money, and, mm-hmm. and it's not fair for me just to hand out what yeah. they're paying for for free. Yeah. And you know, I do help some customers, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a tricky situation there. So, you try to help people, but at the same time, the guys that's paying you the money for your info, those those are the ones that. You got to help them out. Yeah, they deserve it. Absolutely. That's why, you know, they're paying for it. I don't know. Yeah. You go, you know what I mean? You go go out to dinner and order a steak, you expect to have steak, not give it to the table next to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of like telling people information and uh, not lying, do you remember our little Krug barbecue we had at the Santa shootout? (laughs) (laughs) How can I forget? Yeah. <laughs> we come in that little black trailer and uh of course that i should have said that was the biggest win i've ever been a part of because uh, adam apple is the santa shootout champion yeah he sure is uh <laughs> <laughs> chance has no but comment. yeah <laughs> yeah i had a bad time I, I, I had a real bad time that time i had well, a good you, time you had fun, in the pit i fun all the way to the last one yeah, the last one is what ruined that trip for me. Yeah. The last one was the one that paid the money. You know? no, so it was funny. Uh, we had Adam on earlier, the, uh, late last year, and he was saying how, like, y'all had sat pole, and he had knew that Chance was, was going to get by him. And, uh, right, Chance is what he said. He was he, he knew that. Yeah, something, had, something like that. And, and, he was just going to ride, try and ride behind <laughs> Chance. And he, it was the funniest thing when he, he told the story way better, but, it was something along those lines. That that track was uh that track was never got down. Let me let me put it to you that oh, way. You were no, sliding was, the entire time. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So but see, I th- I thought he was gonna break up Beaver Creek at that Tri-State West deal, and, and if I remember right, I don't remember. Flip might have got under you. Yeah, if I remember so, right, a little aggressively. 
I let I led majority of that race, but like the last ten laps, my cart got so tight coming off of two, and that that we got a restart with like four laps to go, and I came off of two and just and flip got under me, and I tried to kind of pinch him off, but that I don't I was, usually work with flip. I, yeah, no, <laughs> not at all. It it did not work. It in fact did not work. I ended up I think P four with that, but now the cart right. just got super tight on that race. I got you. I couldn't remember exactly how it happened, but I, I did remember we got you at the end there. Yeah, at the, the first, like, half of the race, man, that thing was rolling, and then it just, I just, every lap I came out of two, I was like, oh, this is just getting worse and worse and worse. And, yeah, and then I think it, I, yeah. I think if the caution wouldn't have came out, it Flip would have got to me. I don't know if he would have got around me, but the caution, I think, helped him out a little bit on that one. I don't know. I don't know what the distance was I, behind us. Okay, I, I can't say somebody was asking me one time about a race and he's like don't you remember and i'm like no so then we started counting up and in one year i think i think i done like 285 i think or something like features that's how many tires i done for that year hard to hard to remember them if they're not the big ones it's hard to remember what happened in all of them yeah Yeah. and that was that was 24 that was a long time ago it was almost 10 years ago i can remember most of my losses more than i can remember the win absolutely yeah, especially that fifty thousand. <laughs> that oh, will never go away. <laughs> right. So the next fifty thousand, I had Armstrong riding, and it's the one Gaylord won, and we had passed Gaylord like three or four times, and a caution kept coming out. So then we pushed Gaylord past Shavis, and then on the white flag, or that was at the white flag or two to go, and then Shavis kind of come down, which he was just trying to get back in line, so he had a shot. I mean, you know, he ain't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And but it it killed our speed to where we didn't have a run and lost that fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. And then so when I went to Sykeston, I actually had Shay riding for me, and we qualified second. And I had him riding in the reason I told him he wanted him to ride is because I was tired of him le- taking my fifty thousand to win from me. <laughs> and uh, so, but then I had Ethan, and he qualified third. And on the initial start, them two jumped out there like they huge lead and then a call should come out and i think something happened to chase clutch which held up ethan and then ethan ended up getting flipped by the guy in fourth and shay pulled off because clutch was ruined so i was like man he cost me again but (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so speaking of gear i had somebody wanted me to ask you about this um, you know, I've heard like mixed reviews about them and I've heard it's really easy to get gear bound on them, but the mini gears versus the big gears, you know, like what's your opinion on them? I, so it, it's, I've run the mini gears all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, to me, it's not hard to get gear bound on them. Uh, it's no different than any of the other ones. You know, like if you still, if you want your motor to turn 6,800, you put the right gear ratio and that's what it's going to turn. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't kill any like the ratio is the same so once you get up to speed the speed is the same where the biggest difference is and i don't know if y'all notice now like on race monitor like a lot of times now the fastest laps actually the second lap it, you don't have that big third lap jump in speed yeah well that's that's just because the mini gear is getting you up to speed on lap two instead of having to wind up all the way to lap three mm, so then you. you're actually getting two good money laps out of your once, once you get to sixty eight hundred or whatever you want to turn your motor, the the gear ratio is the same whether you got a big, you know, a fifteen 
or uh, you know what I mean. The gear, gear rate, if you got a 4.0 ratio, the top speed's the same. Yeah. The way you do the gear. It's just different, different sizing with them being mini gears. And also I've heard like good things because I haven't switched over because I just, you know, I, we don't, so, we don't race enough. And make sure you don't go below to me. Make me nervous. 11s. I don't, if you can't run a 13 or bigger on the mini gear, I don't think it's really that big of a benefit because then you start got to figuring in the chains making such a tighter radius mm-hmm. on the clutch driver. It's actually going to cause drag and friction. So it is a little different there. Yeah. So uh, you want to stay I'll, to me, you want to stay between a 48 and a 53 something. That's in my opinion. Yeah. I, I'm not. And I've heard like benefits of restarts and starts and stuff like that, being able to get away or if you make a mistake, it, it, it winds up a lot quicker. It's going to roll up faster. It's it, it, the same way with qualifying. It just rolls up faster. Um, that, that That's what I've seen anyway, and that's – I don't – I've been running them for a year, and that's all we run. Okay. Even on, like, our Gulf Coast Predator, I run mini gears. Really? Yes. Gotcha. So, um, you know, it doesn't – you know, you said you talked about how racing's a roller coaster, and sometimes there's really big highs, and sometimes there's lows. But if you ever find yourself in a slump, what are some first things that you're looking at? When you don't know what to do, do what you know, so at least you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so easiest way is go back to the basics. Just that that's that's when you start venturing away, trying this or trying that, or maybe you add a different chemical in and, and you start slowing down, just go, go all the way back to the basics, start over. Um, obviously on go-karts, if you do feel like your go-karts lost a little speed, uh, I'm a big believer in changing spindles, L blocks, axle. Uh, I change all that pretty regular king pins. Um, uh, if you change all that, if your go-kart starts feeling sluggish, though, you got a seat, body. Like, I'll start changing all that if the go-kart just seems like it's sluggish. Like, if I got one go-kart that's just slower than the rest, change all that, and then it picks the speed back up, and usually it does. But if I'm just in a tire slump or, or just missing – so my biggest thing for the last two years is I really feel like I was off on my timing, like – whether I was going harder or softer, my timing was off. I was either going harder too soon or staying soft too long. Like my timing was just off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, there's no real change in that. You just got to take educated guesses. And so then you start getting a little gun shy and your confidence gets down. And then, you know, you're like, oh, I don't, I went too hard last time. I got to, I'm not going this time. And it, it bites you. So you just got to, you just, got to keep everything simple and do your basic deal and don't listen to what nobody else says really yeah what works any, for there's you there's any is... advice that that's the best i can give yeah yeah well it, it and i i think that's kind of hard nowadays you know people hear uh you know what the fast guys are on if it, it ventures out and starts going around the track and they're trying to do it and it's just not part of their program and you know they start trying to venture out to that and it just, it just kind of jumbles up and, and really kind of ruins your whole strategy you brought the racetrack to. Well, and that's, that's the thing. If, if, and I, the worst thing any of my drivers can do is come back in the trailer and I go, man, what, what do you think racetrack's doing? Well, so-and-so said their wife, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do not care. Yeah. Cause how many times have you seen, let's say a tire punching 50 
And then you grab another tire punching 50 and then not go as fast. Yeah. Quite you go often. Over to your buddies. And he's like, man, mine's punching 48. Well, I, I got a tire 48. They're not the same. Yep. You can have a seven week old re roll, re roll, wiped up tire punch 50, or you can have a brand new 75 punch 50. They're not the same tire. Not yeah. They're not going to run the same. Exactly. Which it's that that's that's uh that's go kart racing for you in in one little sum like you can yeah, have, like I said you you could have the same tires punching the same thing but one could be a whole month older than the other and totally different so many so many variables yeah and that that's what you just got to have a plan going in and and stick with it I mean that's and that's how I when we run terrible it's because I stuck to my plan going in I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it happened. Yep. Uh, so uh, wait, that, just... that kind of goes into this next one. Um, in your own opinion, what's what's your strongest attribute as a crew chief? If you would think, like, what what do you pride yourself on being good at? Oh, uh, <laughs> I my other than me talking about, I've been struggling with my time and the the reading of a racetrack. I really is is where I. I feel like that's that's my strongest suit there. Um, reading the tire, really, more than the racetrack, because the, the tire, I'll tell you, as much as the dirt wheel. Yeah. Um, that, that I guess, would be my strongest. And, I mean, that, that just comes with experience and time. time oh, and yeah. And, yeah, and you know, like I said, you, you're still going to be wrong more than, than you're right. Yeah. Uh, Tire guys and weatherman's the only one to be as wrong as much as we are and keep our jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, that's a good one. It's true. And we get we we get fired a lot though. I will say that. <laughs> that's a folks folks will jump ship on you in a hurry, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I think that it can get misconstrued about oh just having a bunch of tires at the racetrack, but it's about having a variety of tires at the racetrack. It's not about how many you have. It's about how much options do you have. You know. Yeah, because you carry a lot of tires to the racetrack, but if you hadn't worked on them or or, or paid attention to them, all you're doing is hauling weight down the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bunch of bricks, a bunch of bricks. Yeah, like like if so, you know, if you if you, if you can't take care of what you got, or and you can't run them all, like like I said on the maxes with we run 21 classes, and I carried or 22, and I carried 21 sets. Like you can't run all those tires. No. Yeah. So, I have like I have a set of re-rolls, a set of news, and then like a set of new cuts and th- two week old cuts, and then I have that for all of them. You know what I mean? And they're various insides. But if say if like Mikey needs a a seventy five, you know what I mean? I can get away with a, a little thinner, older re-roll tire for a kid. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. they're not having to run the same tire. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to ask you this and and you can answer if you want, but like what at, cause y'all don't run. I mean, there, there's people down here that'll run them to like the tires dead. Like it's completely dead. Y'all don't do that. So is it just for you? Like, say you got to wipe a tire up a lot and you know that it's really not going to, unless that situation comes up and it's kind of rare for the tracks y'all run. Is that when you get rid of a tire or the, the tires got more laps than you want on it? So, Local racing and money racing or big racing is different. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
money racing, you can take an older tire and just keep wiping and wiping and wiping it, and you're going to be fine. Where, so I have some tires that's, they may not have 10, 15 laps on them that I broke down and put in my box to sell to the local for Saturday night racing just because it's aged out. Mm-hmm. So I usually don't keep anything over eight weeks, no matter what's been done to it. Now, if I got like two or three sets that are eight week old, just because say we didn't go to a race a time or two, I might keep one of them and then dismount the others just to mount newer tires to go again. Is that because the, uh, the natural oils in the rubber start breaking down? Yeah, man, I, honestly, I don't have the answer to that. It just don't, it don't seem like they run as good. It just what works for you. It's what you found that works. Yeah, and then like there's some people they'll have a, they'll be like, oh, I got a new tire. I rode it three months ago. It never, never hit the racetrack. So we go into a money race. I don't have to buy another new set because I got a new set. That set is not new. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's it's this because it had never hit the racetrack, it is not new. It's old. It yeah. is a two month old tire. Oh, uh, so for a daytime money race, you're like, oh, I'm on a new tire. Well, I tried a new tire. Well, no, you didn't. <laughs> like I don't yeah. know. Like it, it's just now for me. Sense. That's you gotta you gotta keep a in Maxis if you're going daytime Maxis racing, you gotta keep a a rotation and a routine up. And like I said, the the older, even newer tires, like for Saturday night show, and a lot of them I'll mount back up because Beaver Creek's having a Maxis uh, State Series deal, yeah. points racing, and I might mount them back up and re-row and wipe them up because the racetrack's probably gonna be wetter and we're gonna be not as you good. know using my red or super red a lot on them, and there's no reason to kill a new good tire. You kill an old tire. And and for people listening, uh, you know, you dated when you say like a for them, you know. Uh, when you say like a one multiple tire, is that from when you rolled it or the day code? Like when you got it? That me, I count from when I roll it. Okay, I got you. So I, in yeah. a lot of mine, I have I'll have two dates on there. So I'll have when I rolled it and when I scuff it. Gotcha. And sometimes the, I'll scuff them and then roll them. Like it, I don't. Uh, just depend on the opportunity I get when I go scuff tires. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, I, I go from the time because time you roll it, that tire to me is no longer new. It's mm-hmm. yeah, most definitely. And and you, you've changed the tire. Yeah, it's yeah. it's had chemicals you're put all, in it. You start you're altering. altering. Yeah. yeah, man, there's some fancy words out there for it. I don't have them. But it <laughs> <changes>. <laughs> if Ethan was here, I'm sure you he could tell us. That's our yeah, buddy, yeah. the chemical engineer. Yeah, I, no, that yeah. is not me. Well, mechanical. I'm sorry, he's not a chemical. He's a mechanical engineer. Um. Yeah. But um, I got my I got my degree in Alabama knees. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, some 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 flip was part of the major. Like he's been the longest person with you so far, right? He's been the the longest with you. Oh, a- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he raced with me. Like I said, we had on and offs. Um, you're gonna make me tell this story too. So. <laughs> Like one of our breaks, we was at a Max Daddy race and at Dogwood. And I kept telling him he was like entering three too high. I was like, dude, you're just entering. Every time you pass a go kart, you're running a faster lap time than when you're out by yourself. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, when you're passing one into three, you pick up speed. And he told me I was crazy in my tires. After the back steady, <laughs> he, we had the fastest lap of the race by like two tenths. And he's like, he, I think we finished fourth. And he's like, man, them tires suck. <laughs> so the, those, those plastic tables, you know, you use the phone in half. Mm-hmm. I ripped one of them in half and started like throwing it at him. <laughs> so, so that's a, a race night gone bad. Well, yeah. then later on, we went back to Dogwood, and it was actually a junior Max daddy. And it was the first time I'd actually started working with Ethan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so Flip was going to be like, I'm going to show you. I'm not coming off the bottom in three. And I'm talking about we half tracked all of them guys. Like, I mean, we ripped them. And he's like, All right, so maybe you was right. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I told you you'd have won the damn Max daddy if yeah. you'd have listened to me. Yeah, that's exactly right. And then, uh, I don't forgot where we was going with this. But yes, Flip was the longest with me from 07. And then I guess 18, 19, I guess, is he had that motorcycle wreck. Yeah. And that's when he, un- and, he unfortunately broke his back, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, man, that's, that's, that sucks. Yeah. And then, yeah, the motorcycles are no good. He broke his collarbone in 18. And then he broke his back. I, th- I can't remember if it was. It may have been 20 or 21 when he broke his back. Because he had kind of completely yeah. kind of walked away from go-kart racing and started doing dirt bikes, huh? Yeah, well, he yeah, he done dirt bikes. He done dirt car for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he done dirt bikes. Uh, got married. And now I think, uh, well, I don't think I know. He's Now he's big into RC cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam, was telling, Adam was telling us about that. Yeah, so it, it, I guess it's a lot safer from breaking your back again. Yeah. Yeah, it, unless you fall off the stand, I think that's the only way to get hurt in RC racing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One comes flying through the air or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of wanted to talk about Adam too, man. Um, how how were those years with him? Terrible. Y'all are, y'all are still Daddy really good said terrible. <laughs> that's man, funny. man, Adam is uh, hell. He's my buddy. Uh, man, when he was a kid. Like, I carried him to some races, and, like, man, we had to go to Lowe's. First time he ever runs stock classes, it was uh, him and Jonathan Steele. Anyway, I had to go get boats. I'm talking about we had lead stacked all over the go-karts and went run, like, a little Saturday night show around here. Oh, man, um, I don't, I that don't sounds know like that trying to get story. Chance in a go-kart. Yeah. <laughs> you pick that yeah. thing up, you just want to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to, uh, like, we were Amelia, Virginia, and – Jasper, Florida, like he traveled with us a bunch. He, yeah, I like uh, Adam, man. And he's, he's the Santa shootout champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And, and if, if anybody, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, he's Nita. If you're into I racing, calling, he loves. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, he knows a couple guys in the I racing world, huh? He, he knows a, a couple of things or two about driving on that damn thing man he's he's really good at I it i don't know nothing uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he lapped all of us oh man he, he put it on this, this one see it's it's fun to race with adam but it's uh you know you're fighting for second when you race with him you better just enjoy finishing second at, at the best i think well, i think it. last time we ran with him he lapped he lapped me and was about to lap Alex, right at the finish line. <laughs> yeah, I, I blocked. I blocked to make sure it didn't go a lap down. So he got me into iRacing, and I hated it. 
Really? I I, I did. I it was so when I drove, I always felt like I drove like off you know off seat of my ass or whatever. There. Mm-hmm. Sorry about mm-hmm. the language. Sorry. No, you good. You good. It was, it was just too visual for me. I I was terrible at it. Mm-hmm. And I'd burn up the right rears in like three laps. I could lay a lap <laughs> down for three laps. Yeah. And uh, so I ended up. I called Adam and like I had top notch computer stuff at that time, and because so, I did it all out, and I was like, Adam, you need this computer. And so I swapped him a boat for my eye racing setup, <laughs> and that I, that's how Adam got his great start in eye racing. With yeah, yeah, I think he actually. When I got into iRace in 2014, and he had mentioned that that you had got him hooked up with his setup. Yeah, and I, I tried him for a boat was... that I never put in the water, not one time. <laughs> Damn! I just wanted the computer gone. Yeah, <laughs> it was you easier. Do what to you got to do. Easier to sell a boat than a computer, <laughs> especially yeah, back then. PC yeah. PC gaming wasn't big back then, man. Not like yeah. it is nowadays. Now they call them rigs, and yeah. I don't know what all that. They cost ten thousand yeah. dollars just to just to start looking into getting something serious. Yeah. So. So now, man, man, Adam's been buddies for a long time, and I mean, we stayed buddies, and him and Flip buddies, and mm-hmm. so, always a good time when y'all were at the track. That's for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, we did have that was in the pre-business days. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the yeah, that was in the fun days. So yeah, I I still in my thirties, twenties, and thirties. Yes. <laughs> so you know, we we kind of talked about it earlier. You know, racing's all about lessons and, and teaching you things. But uh, what would you say you've taken from you know your tenure in racing? Uh, what's the most valuable thing it's taught you? Uh, trying to figure out who to trust and and who who you can depend on. Yeah. Uh, you try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and just some people you can't do that to, and. The, the friendships you maintain and the ones that are worth keeping is is the biggest value I've got out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, man, because I used to hear it all the time, you know, big team, you can't outrun the big teams. And I'm sitting there going, man, if y'all knew where I started, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, now I've been doing it, now I'm going, towards, I guess, 25 years. Like, I don't know, it's, it's different. But over the years, just – trying to judge people or not judge them, but still give everybody a chance, but then learning your lesson, who you can trust and who you can put your faith in. And, and that, that's, that's what I've learned. Find, finding their intentions, you know, what, that's uh, correct. Are, you know, are they going to use you till you get, they get fast or, you know, learn enough to where they don't need you no more. And then you're just another person at the racetrack or, you know, are they going to stick with you, or, you know, su- you know, support you and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And it, like my, so, hurt your feelings when they leave you know not 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 like they say but you were like man i just i thought we was more than that you know mm-hmm. and man, it just i always like hate when people leave and that i and i've literally only only fired what i say fired i've only told two people i wouldn't help them no more and i just couldn't take it no more yeah i feel like so. i feel like it's kind of a blessing and a curse to know as much as you guys know um you know I say you guys is like the 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 team owner tire guys, you know, y'all know so much and and it's kind of hard to judge French sometimes, especially when they go to the racetrack because you don't know are they talking to me because I know so much and we're all you know we're always up front or are they really just trying to be a genuine friend and I feel like that that kind of keeps you on edge every you know 
every once in a while. It does, and and like so, there's some people that come up and they are genuinely nice, but you got your guard up, and when they walk away, they're like, "Man, this dude's a jerk," you know. Yeah. And it's like, what? Well, and a lot of times I'm so busy at the racetrack. So there's another story. I walked up to a fence one day and I was watching a race, and I was watching Flip go by, and she's like, "You know Rose Spade?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know him. They all right, you know just." And she's like, "Well, the, the dude that runs it's an ass." And I was like, really? Have you ever talked to him? And she's like, no. I'm like, well, my name's Patrick Gillum. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> and she man, she turned red. And I was like, I was like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting you get a lot of that. Man, you could get a lot of that. Up. And I'm so busy at the track. It's not that I'm trying to be rude to people or not talk to you or, man, like, you just, like, last year at Batesville, I didn't, uh, was it last, year before last, it may have been last year. No, it was year before last at Batesville. We, uh, Ethan won the Pro Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, like the only time I seen the racetrack on Saturday with my eyes is when I went into the tech room. Really? I didn't enter, I didn't go in the building not one time on that Saturday. I watched it all like as best I could on the computer deal. Yeah. Now, do you but wish you could so see the track classes. more? Man, I'd love to be able to see the racetrack 24-7. Yeah, like, like this. just don't have the time to do it. Yeah, because that that's, I mean that that's that's what tells you, you know. Like I said, you you can, you can learn a lot from the tire, the way it looks, the driver's feedback, and most times crap. I, I usually do the opposite of what they ask for, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> like just reading the dirt is. And I'm joking about that being crap. I was just being funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's what, like, I when my drivers do come back, I don't ask them really what the go kart done. I ask them how they think the racetrack's going, mm-hmm. because that what we just went on's over. That that it's not going to be like that when we go back out. Yeah, what direction? How, is how it far ahead? do you think it's going ahead? And, or no. then, like at night, is it going to back up? How, you know, how much do you think it's going to back up? Can you see tire tracks from the go kart in front of you, or? Mm-hmm. Now, do you think race uh, you know, monitors that, helped you out a bunch, being able to see it oh, in, the, in the trailer? Man. Yes. And I actually like the my race pass, mm-hmm. uh, the tracks that use it. I actually like it better because you can actually click on and actually do the average lap times. Really? Oh, that's nice. And you don't, you don't have to click on it and try to look, oh, well, he went 70, 80, 80, 70, 70. You know, like you can click on it and it'll be like the average lap time for the whole race was a uh, 62. The last three lap average was uh 58 or, you know, and you can kind of tell a little more info about each. It gives you a little more detailed info on it. And and just to give in, if any listeners never been to Batesville or anything like that, if you're a senior driver and you bring, you know, okay, you can bring two go-karts, but if you bring three, you can run up to like 13 classes with the clones, the opens, the uh predator. The predator classes uh you can run up to like th- I've, I've there's been people tell me they're running 22 classes in one weekend at batesville so that it, yeah it's uh, yeah so like like batesville was there 24 classes during the day 22 22 classes yeah. during the day and so like lane and logan they'll split and both being like three each mm-hmm. um usually i got a couple adult drivers and then helping Rob and super heavy, you know, we're, I'll be all over 40 classes that weekend. 
or that day or like it's you mess with uh, any open stuff or like man i i i love the small block open class yeah the uas stuff we mess with it some i don't mind messing with it but i i do like running small block open stuff y'all y'all get with troy we're small block open stuff huh yes yeah yeah, he runs the game in that. If you ask me, I mean, his motors are top notch. They're they're awesome. Uh, yeah, plenty. The main thing on all of them small block opens is you you have more power most of the time than you can get to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. So how's the best? I I'm not knocking Troy at all. Troy has awesome horsepower. He has the absolute best reliability with that much horsepower. Yeah. I still think Harshman, horsepower-wise, is probably a tick better, but you can't get either one of them all the way to the ground. Yeah. See, yeah. and and I run I run uh, my, my buddy TJ Parker. He uh, he has the Harshman, uh, and we run that small block open, and that that thing is a uh, that thing's a horse. I'll say that, and it's it's a really good motor. Yeah, what I always said, if you take like Harshman's head and put it with Harshman's head and cam set up and put it with Troy's block, and man, I mean, you'd, you'd have something unreal. Yeah. Most definitely. And uh, man, the car, getting the right carburetor on that thing, that's the, uh, that's, that's like a Tillerson's going to give you more horsepower than a Makuna, in my opinion. And then the Electrons. They're man, they're just an awesome carburetor, and they are engineered far beyond what I can explain. What they do, <laughs> they go fast. Like, they go fast. <laughs> well, that that and like the way they adjust the the fuel flow and the air, I like man. I don't, I've had people try to explain it to me, and I'm just like, man, it just sounds cool. Yeah. Put it on, <laughs> slap it on that thing, man. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, that, to me, the electrons probably got the the open carburetor deal. In my, I don't know. Flip always liked the uh, Tillisons because he liked to reach over and grab a handful of it and twist on it <laughs> and play with it. Yeah, yeah. I forget. So, I forget. Uh, Flip did do a few uh, QAS stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we was actually leading that Batesville, and uh, the gear hub just shattered there. That uh, too too, Golly. too much too much nasty. Yeah, too much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hammer was down too much. Um, yeah, it was about bicycling through the corners. That thing was ripping. <laughs> so, um, what would what would be your favorite thing about the sport we have right now? Winning. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> ain't that wrong with winning, man? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Preston don't try to food poison me after the races with the good food. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know, man. It's yeah, just having a good time. Yeah. Um, you won't ask me what I think we got to change in this sport. Let's get yeah. to that. Yeah, exactly. That's the next one. That's the next one. Get rid of these gear rules on predators. Get rid of the stock predators. Like I'm okay with the Gulf Coast Predator because it's actually got it's about oomph. the same horsepower as the old flathead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It's slow enough where you can learn to drive, and it's actually a good stepping stone into the, probably the clone class. 
Whereas the bone stock predators, they're so slow, and if they do try to move up, <laughs> it's it's a train wreck. Yeah. And I agree so, with you so much on that, man. I hate a bone stock predator, dude. It's just <laughs> follow the leader and don't lift. It's 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 terrible. It's uh, I hate running them. I we, which we we usually don't run them. Well, like I said, we do. I do like the Gulf Coast deal, man. It's like I said, it's. It's about like running over flathead, and you got to still keep your momentum up. But there's yeah. enough power to where you you can make speed. And but because predators, and I don't know, they say it's for beginners getting into the sport. But when you throw them on, put a when they do decide to buy a clone, they're in so much of trouble. They got a hand. I got a handful. Yeah, and then the so a bone stock predator, you run such a different air pressure. It's like running a green plate kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the tires are so different because you need it to roll. You just got to make it roll as best you can. There's just yeah. no horsepower to carry it around. So when you get into clone, it's like you're three pounds of air too high. Your tires are too hard, and you're driving in the corner 15 miles an hour faster than you ever have. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so, supposed to say that, that man, he raced Predator for two years. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. So, so Colton right here, he got, had got out of it uh, when flatheads were around, and you know now that you say that, it, it's 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 really it makes sense to me now. But it was really comparable for it was really easy for Colton to get back in it with the Gulf Coast Predator because it was yeah. like you said, really simple, similar to the old flatheads. And I never put it in that perspective, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, I feel like I had a little yeah, bit the, less the, initial initial torque. Yeah, than the flathead did, but it felt pretty similar. Yeah, it, it's it, as far as like horsepower wise that's i don't know that's the way todd explained it to me he said it's about the same as a good flathead i was like all right so that's if i do tires i do it like i would if i had a flathead on and it usually works out yeah before we get into the last question here we got i wanted to ask you about mojave what you what'd you what do you think about that place Man, you know, being that it's not place. too far from the house for us i love it yeah dude that racetrack was so about halfway through qualifying, because we was ripping and qualifying. And uh, I told Mikey, I said, man, if, if the moisture don't come back up, we're in trouble. Feature time. I was like, we, we're not going to have the long run speed we need. And it didn't. And we didn't. Uh, I mean, I still think we won a few. The kids, they, we were perfect for the kids, but the adult was a little too soft on everything. Uh, yeah, but Walsh, the racetrack Walsh itself. cleaned it up. Cleaned it all up. Oh, yeah, he don't. I laughed. All right, so the, here's the prime example. He he had cleaned it up that weekend, and then I guess our next race was at Batesville, and he was absolutely like everybody was telling him before the races started at Batesville. Man, they don't put a statue up, Mojave. <laughs> like I mean, they done filled his head. He was terrible at Batesville, and I was like, Yeah, now where's his driver at? He's like, <laughs> Statue's I mean, been torn I, down. I thought you were such a good driver. Where are you at? And so, but I was just off on tires. It wasn't him. Yeah. That's what um, used to kill me with like with flip people. He'd win and he'd be like, hey, he could drive. And when they'd lose, they'd be like, man, Patrick screwed you on that one. <laughs> I thought he was a good driver. I thought he had it. That's funny. It's never the driver's hate... fault. It's always the tires. <laughs> yeah. But when the driver wins, it's his name on the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one who won it. The driver won that. The tires, they were just on the go kart. Yeah. Nobody, nobody gives love to the tire guy, man. But it, 
But as far as Mojave, to me, that's a perfect size racetrack. Like, it, I liked it. I liked the way it raced. Um, Did was yeah, the I, I had was the was the front stretch line in the middle of the front stretch? Oh was no, no, no! They were up against no? the hay bales. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we, we done went, moved her on up. Yeah, I went one time and like the line was halfway down the the front stretch, and I was like, "What the hell is going?" No, on? they were getting every inch of that that weekend. Okay. Yeah, I uh I don't know who it was, uh, but Kenny said one of the, one of the local guys down there was like, "Man, we you'll have a fifteen to sixteen hundred RPM drop." Kenny told me that, and I was like, "There ain't no way." I just seen the videos of like, "There's no way." I think in a, one of the qualifiers there, I think we had like five hundred twenty RPM drop. And I was like, <laughs> I said it to Kenny. I was like, I don't know who told you that, but. Just don't miss. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I, I I don't let off much. I, I if I do, I crack it for a hair, and especially because yeah, being a predator. I mean, I'll just hammer down and just drag the brake through the center, get the car to rotate. I, there's not much lifting over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once it yeah, like up too. Oh, that thing like to me, the racetrack was awesome. I ain't gonna lie. And and what's crazy is like. So our home track at Katyana used to do it when the track would get really good and, and it kind of start cracking, but it's really hard. So it's not coming up, but it was just getting real dry and fast. Um, you know, you couldn't wipe a lot, but we we would start racing in the evening. So we really didn't get that experience a lot. But uh, there was some races for Mojave and it was really, really enjoyable when it was hot in the in, in the daytime and it got really hot. And uh, well, I just said hot twice. Sorry. Um, hot. It's hot. Yeah. When it gets hot, uh, you couldn't wipe a lot, but it's, <laughs> you couldn't wipe a lot, but when the sun would go down, the moisture would come out and you'd have to start wiping more. So it's a fun, it's a really a fun little racetrack to, to challenge you a little bit. So that's what I was expecting because I just kind of looked at Google maps and the elevation and stuff. And there was a river right there. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, at nighttime, that river has got to play with the racetrack. So I was hoping the moisture would come back, but, I guess where they had sealed the racetrack off so well for the rain and then just so many go-karts there on it, like the moisture didn't come back and we was a little too soft for the features there. But that's one of them where my plan didn't work out exactly right. Well, I mean, yeah. I can't really blame you for thinking the moisture is going to come out because it rained for like three days and then poured yeah. the night before. So you got to yeah. think there's going to be some kind of moisture. I'm sure there was a little pond in the middle of it too. Uh, I don't remember it being a pond. I just I just remember we was close to that river, and I just figured it had to play with it, but it didn't. Or not enough for me to come out on top there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we still, like I said, Mikey, I think, won one or two. but And then Logan won his, and Lane won some of his. And so. Not a, not a bad you can't day, complain. You, you wanted some more. You just want a little bit more. Oh, more. yeah, absolutely. i tell you, that, that trophy, the Mike – the million trophy is eluding me and i think logan's won two or three uh rob's won two or three and it's like that's that's the one i want now that's the one yeah. that's that's the one i'm after yeah your brother definitely really has something really good going right now and i hope it sticks around for a while yeah me too and hey, as long as they keep doing what they're doing i don't see why it won't uh-huh. Yeah, we, we plan on getting him on in June, uh, right before the big championship race for the Maximilian. So, oh, that's your brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had no idea. <laughs> See, yeah. I learned learned something new. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously, wait, go ahead. I was going to say, but 
don't think I get any favors because we got spun <laughs> out leading at Mojave and we got put to the rear. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes I, my parents ran the track down here, and I feel like sometimes you almost have to get the the the, the bad end of the stick just to, make the sure, yeah, just to make sure that people don't think there's favoritism. I remember so many times. I'd be the one getting spun out and I'd get my, I'd, my spot would get thrown to the back and then they get to stay in their spot, but they had to do it just so people didn't think they were yeah. favoritism to their son. Well, and then at this last one at Beaver Creek, we was, should have lined up third on the final restart in the pro. And Kobe Horner was supposed to restart sixth, and somehow we got switched around and Kobe restarted second and we restarted sixth, and then Kobe oh. won the race. Yeah, uh, that sucks. <laughs> and, and uh, the best answer we, I mean, don't wrong, like they didn't nobody do it on purpose, and mm -hmm. they actually showed me the sheet from the computer, and like that's how it had it lined up. So, what it and I can explain it. So, what had happened was is a the corner guys throw the caution, and then it was like almost one lap later, they throw the caution in the computer, mm -hmm. and we'd we'd got in the jumble and lost a couple positions. So it actually, they lined us up correctly, but I like to give Kenny crap about screwing me. <laughs> yeah. So obviously all the Maximilian races were on the schedule this year. Uh, y'all are going to come to down South, right? So y'all got some parking for that too. The June. Uh, is that 17? the battle thing there? Yeah. The yeah. battle. Um, yeah. But what is some other big races that are scheduled for y'all this year? Uh, Midwest race of champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We're going to all the the tour here in uh, Sykes, to Missouri at SEMO. Yeah, Coles races. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the Big O. Uh, man, all the races are big. No, uh, I guess I don't. I don't know where we're going for Thanksgiving yet. I don't think we're doing baits for this year. I think we're gonna try to go somewhere else. Um, Paradise, maybe. No, or I from my I hope somewhere over that way. Yeah. Um I I'm not a huge fan of indoor racing. Yeah, it's it, Yeah. I mean yeah, we yeah. we won the racing, shootout. Yeah. I feel like we won them all. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Santa shootout. <laughs> That's funny. Are y'all gonna be going to uh GKK the weekend after uh Talladega? Oh, that's that Clint Mills man, race. Yes, we're don't we don't know yet. Yeah. So the Burr Southeast Tour makeup race is June third at Ashway. Not my favorite racetrack. <laughs> I love Carnesville, and Carnesville's paying more money. Mm -hmm. But Logan's leading the points in blue, so we're going to have to make a team decision. And uh, speaking speaking of the Burris tour, I wanted to ask you this. I've heard a lot of people compare Godspeed to Dumplin. Is is that true? Uh, no. Dumplin no. was its own thing, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, definitely. It's it's probably close. It's smaller, definitely mm -hmm. smaller. Um, man, Dumplin was just its own beast, man. I, that was my favorite racetrack ever. That's the uh, craziest track I've ever raced on, man. <laughs> that thing. As soon as the sun went down, it was a whole different track. Yes. Uh, fastest way around Dumplin' Valley is behind a water truck. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Man, dude, like, when, it, when it's wet, like, 
it will pick up so much speed and mm-hmm. um I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah, it when it dries out it's so slick and terrible to race on. Yeah, no grip. That's what I heard. It always like you, you just could never find grip at that racetrack if it was it dried out fast too. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it, it's it I mean, pure clay tracks are gonna be that way. And they're the ones that like get the big cracks and the plates and the ends want to roll up when there's not enough moisture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's no sand or anything to cause the abrasion, then you're not going to build as much heat in the tire. So like a pure clay racetrack is going to be slicker unless there's moisture in it to get grip. That makes sense. I think, I think in the class I ran one of them, a piece of the track came apart and someone hit it and flipped and we had a red flag for like <clears throat> 20 minutes. So that was a Maxis race, correct? No, it was a Burris race. Oh, it was a Burris race? It was like 2013, I want to say. Oh, okay. It was a... Some summer shootout, showdown. I don't remember what it was. It's yeah, on YouTube somewhere. It. <laughs> Everything's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's some bad luck right there. Yeah, that's the, yeah. You don't get wrecked by anybody else. You don't. But the track, the track, track you. pops up and you run into. <laughs> well, that that, hap- that happened at the tri-state race as well. I think Dove got into the wall because the track came apart. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, the the clay tracks when they start drying out a lot, they'll they'll crack and come up in plates, and the end of the plates will start rolling up. Mm-hmm. So then that they'll allow to be two inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you hit it, and some of them plates be two, three foot diameter. Yep, that nose catches it, and you on mm-hmm. for a ride. Absolutely. And you one got, more, one get more some question. water under it and lay it back down. Yeah, one more question before we roll out, because I wanted, to, I was curious about this. I didn't ask it earlier, but that new Shavis body. What's your, what's your opinions on it? I like it. Yeah. Um, so to me, it mounts up. He's got bigger tabs under the front nose so you got more room to boat to mm-hmm. um it boats up really good uh Shavish, his bodies to me are some of the best quality bodies you can mm-hmm. get and they they usually mount up good and it's a little tight over the left front but i, I like my bodies to be tight to the tires because i don't want them knocking a bigger hole in the air yeah um uh, i mean it's nothing you can't work with but no it mounted up really nice yeah, I saw him. Nope. Uh, I think his the first time we saw was his son had ran it somewhere. They had it on his little junior go kart when he was making laps, and all in the group chat we all sent it. We thought it was it, it looks super slick too. Yeah, uh, it does. Uh, the way it covers the motor, I was I don't know. I was worrying about maybe the the motor getting a little warm, but it it doesn't. Uh, so it, it's but no, it mounts up good. It flexes good. Uh, we run at Talladega, and like I said, the pro. I mean, we we drove up there and took the lead, and then caution, which ain't having nothing to do with the body. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You know, like it didn't ever. When you get up behind some bit body, sometimes if the body's, I don't know. You know, you'll get that little like arrow push tight. You know, you'll lose the nose commit. a little bit. But we we never lost the nose when we was up behind anybody. So that's that's about all you can ask for. Yeah true so but i i guess that uh guess that wraps tonight up man we uh we really appreciate you coming cut some time out with your busy schedule with the tires and everything and 
come and sit down and talk with us for a little bit, man. Man, yeah, I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I'm I'm sure we'll see you somewhere at some track. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at uh, Talladega on, in stop, May. So I need to stop, start coming. Yeah, stop by and say hello. Oh, absolutely. We'll do, man. So well, I guess we'll uh we'll see you in May at Talladega. All right, bud. All, All right, man. Good. Take it easy. Take care. All right, see. You. Bye. What a great interview! Honestly, man, I, uh, <laughs> I it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we we talked about a lot, and and he really went into depth about uh about tires and 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 things of that nature. And it was it was really refreshing for someone to come come out and talk about it. Absolutely, and uh, if y'all don't know Patrick, man, he's a he's a very funny guy, and he's very easy to talk to. You know, he's a if you ever see him at the racetrack always a good time around him yeah for sure um you know and that's that's the biggest thing right here is we're just trying to get uh just get the conversation out and started about you know car racing there's really no that i know of there was one before us but there's none really with us right now of uh of a karting podcast so just trying to give the voice to 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 people in the karting industry in the world and get a conversation going with everyone and uh we got a we got a really good guest for you guys next week I'm really excited about that one. Yes, sir. Well, um, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It was it was a good one. It's been circled on our list for for a while. The inception of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode, man. Uh, we shall see y'all next week. All right, guys. Later. Talk to you later. Later.